The following is a podcast version of my latest Substack post, We Work is Broken. You can find my podcast and you can support my work by subscribing to my newsletter, which is mostly free. Unless you'd like to join one of the tiers provided by Substack, or if you would like to leave me a tip, leave me a coffee, leave me a PayPal tip, all those options are there. This Substack podcast version as well as the version on the podcast i think this is great.com wherever you get your podcast is free if you'd like to support i'd love for you to at least sign up for my free newsletter clayinferno.substack.com we work is broken returning to the office but what happens when the office disappears there's a picture here of a broken we work coffee cup it's black and the logo is broken I was inspired to write this piece after seeing the coffee mug, but I'd been thinking about it pretty recently anyways, when I saw all the news, which I will get to. My girlfriend Stacy would be delighted and surprised to know that I was not the one responsible for breaking this particular coffee mug. She recently told me that she expects at least one thing to be broken while she goes away, which she does often. Well, fuck you, I think I said. Uh, I certainly did not. Fair enough. You know, I never did start that punk band called Accident Prone back in the 90s after drawing many Anarchy Circle A logos complete with the charged up punk and a broken leg braced up and in full leather. But I'll have to tell you about my broken leg some other time. I guess I did end up in a cast, more like a moon boot, for an entire year. And I guess that's the closest I'll ever become to being a real astronaut anyways. The big news is that WeWork filed for bankruptcy. On November 6, 2023, WeWork Inc. commenced a strategic reorg in the U.S. and Canada to rationalize its lease portfolio and position the company for sustainable long-term growth for the benefit of all stakeholders. During this process, WeWork spaces remained open and operational, and there will be no change to how the company operates for its members. They've negotiated lease extensions and more, with their landlords as they figure this all out. Now let's go back to September. I was unexpectedly notified that my monthly desk access, which is 24 hours, would be stripped back to 6 a.m. to midnight. Instead of just me specifically, this was company-wide. I was seriously bummed out about this as I am someone who works late and I use the place to drop off my bag or other things and pick them up sometimes after a show or something after midnight. So I went around the city, I looked for alternatives, and uh, the WeWork deal I have is still really the best one. So that one time after midnight that I did try my access card, it worked. So no harm, no foul. The lovely community manager read my online feedback when I said WTF and we met. And she assured me that they loved having me here. She also assured me this is more of a security concern as recent violent incidents in New York had spawned the move. Now, this WeWork is my home. And I've been at home in Central Square, Cambridge for a long time, managing a nightclub there. And uh, I still work there at the nightclub, that is. But I really feel pretty at home in Central Square in Cambridge. So it was a logical location to pick for a home we were for me to, to have a desk, to have a place to go. I'm one of the many familiar faces that the staff often sees rolls in the door, mostly after 10 a.m. on any given day. Not only do I have a distraction-free workspace with my 
personal cushion, lap desk, and other amenities like sound booths for podcasts and Zooms, phone booths, which are different than the soundproof ones, and of course, all the coffee you can drink. Sometimes there are even energy drinks and non-alcoholic beers in the fridge. Two of my favorite drinks. It's just lovely. It is nicer than any of the offices I've ever worked in. And I'm including Sal's spare bedroom and the time I had a 2001 Space Odyssey building all to myself during the pandemic at the large national concert promoter. I was working and they basically let me stay rent free through the pandemic until I finally got the boot. It was great while it lasted, which was like the entire pandemic too long. I speculate, however, that the access hour change was partially a financial decision based on the company's upcoming November Chapter 11. By the way, the New York City WeWork offices have saved my bacon in October as recently of this year. I was at New York Comic Con, I had to wrap up a few things, and needed the uh, free coffee. I work from home, typically, but Stacy and I have an arrangement that she gets to spend her days off. See, she works at a grocery store, so she has to work on the weekends. She says, my weekend is Thursday and Friday, which is kind of like a roadie weekend for those in the music industry. It's not really the weekend, but those are the, her two consecutive days off. So she treats it as her weekend. So I do this thing where I go out it, before we work. I would go to Starbucks or the Cafe Nero and spend my time working there. Give her some space. I give her a free environment in the house to take care of whatever she needs to and a distraction-free environment. Rather than an exile, I see this as a John Hodgman-type rule about giving your partner space, as she's her own human being in her own right. I've always dreamed of having a work-from-home job, and while we were still working on a shared studio space, well, frankly, she uses it in our house, uh, after having an entire building to my lonesome for so long, I have gotten rather used to it. I even slept there one time in that building when there was a snowstorm. I didn't want to ride my bike home. You know, before, during, and especially after the pandemic, I just crave being around other people. I am social and friendly, but what is strange about working in a co-working space is that you aren't surrounded by people working towards the same goal as you were when you're working for a company that shares a roof. Accounting and marketing are separate departments, but you work toward the same bottom line. I mean, I guess what I really mean to say is you have common things to bitch about. As a freelancer, you are your own marketing, accounting, sales, design, and social media team all in one. As I consider my bridge job options between anchor contracts, I'm writing this because it is too cold to go and do Uber Eats on my bike tonight. I also consider what I would be doing if I weren't here at my Central Square WeWork office. At WeWork, I've met and talked with plenty of the people there. On Halloween, I met another Star Trek captain, and I usually indulge in whatever happy hour snacks are laid out. Small talk, chat, it never goes beyond, hey, how you doing? They did have an introduce yourself kind of night, and I obnoxiously got up there with a microphone and told everybody who I was and who I worked for at the time. And some people might recognize me or know my name from that day, but mostly I do kind of nods and the, hey, how are you, type things near the coffee machine as we bread and butter, bread and butter, navigate past ourselves down narrow hallways. Now, here's the interesting thing. These people aren't my work friends, but something... Hell, something without definition. I wish I had someone else that shared my type of work or 
was working on one of my projects to complain about, oh yeah, wouldn't it be nice if client A knew what they wanted? Or, did you hear what asshole A is not at company Y anymore? Yo, that's crazy, you know? But here we are. We're in archipelago of islands. And armor for Slack messages and DMs. We're a loosely affiliated European Union, each with our own Brexit from the corporate world to keep us occupied. While desiring more personal connections, be it with the math professor who tutors over Zoom in the whiteboard room, or the guy who's my age who writes code, maybe for video games, or perhaps he just likes to play them here between code running sessions, I do feel unique energy that, let's face it, other people can and do certainly provide. When my depression hits hard, I need to be around people. This is an odd way to do it, but now that I reflect on it, most of my therapy sessions in the past year have happened here at the WeWork in a phone booth, I guess on the Clark can of mental health. Being a corporation, WeWork sent out messaging and offered a hub of updates and a message even from the CEO. The most important thing to know is that WeWork spaces are open and operational, and we look forward to serving you as we always have. There's a lot in the weeds in their messaging to get into, but largely nothing has changed here. Yet. We work is here to stay! Our spaces are open and operational and our team is here to serve you. Throughout this process, we work spaces will continue to be operated to the highest standard. Our members are our top priority! We recognize the trust you place in us by choosing to work within our community. We remain fully committed to provide our spaces and services to you and ensure your business continuity. Your membership agreement will not be impacted by this process. Your membership agreement remains active and we will continue to honor our obligations under your agreement. As always, we will continue to communicate with you. While we continue the necessary process of working with our landlords to improve our lease portfolio, we plan to remain in the vast majority of our buildings and are committed to communicating with members first and early should we foresee potential changes. I appreciate the transparency, but there's not still in my stomach. Like my far from now death day, it looms. It's just another stick to add onto my inevitability of change funeral pyre. What happens when I leave this co-working space for the last time? Sure, the market has competitors, but as I said, I toured them and they aren't providing nearly as good a product as WeWork is. It's the Coke. The rest are RC Cola. I even like that WeWork movie. I'm not deranged. I know it's only a place with slightly better than IKEA furniture that has solved the crucial part of the post-pandemic hybrid work loneliness by repurposing underused office space. But the truth is, and you'll hear this as a theme in my work, I love routine. The place is clean. There's not a cat. I'm just allergic, sorry, Sal and Devo. And I'm not doing laps around the building to get my steps in all alone, in a structure that no one seems to care about anymore, like some The Last of Us subplot. What makes WeWork something great? The answer is simple. The people. As I just looked up, someone here is teaching a woman a two-step. Dancing. Now how about that? As always, please continue to support my work, subscribe to my newsletter, leave me a tip, leave a rating on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. I really appreciate it. And as the year ends, I hope everyone has a happy holiday and I intend on leaving more solo podcasts like this one on the Substack newsletter 
And I think this is great.com. And thanks for listening.